Hey friend, welcome back to another episode of Fig and Farm at Home. Today is Tuesday. We're answering a listener's question in under 10 minutes. Can we do it? I bet we can. Listen in as we talk about how to create a color flow that goes room to room to room. All right, you're not going to want to miss this. Go grab your notebook and a pen so you can take some notes. Enjoy. It's Quick Tip Tuesday. You have questions, I have answers, and I am so glad to be answering them for you today. If you have a question that you want answered on the show, pop into my DMs on Instagram at Fig and Farm. Send me an email at figandfarmathome at gmail.com or join the Facebook group and ask there. bit.ly forward slash design 101 group. Let's hop to it. Let's answer your question. And if you find value in this, I'm sure someone else will too. So make sure you share with a friend. So Sam is wondering how to create a home that looks like it flows seamlessly room to room to room as she's decorating. And where does she start? Sam, this is a great question. So here's what I want you to think about. I want you to think about the anatomy of your home. And I'm not talking about labeling parts like doors and windows and all of that, but I am talking about floors and walls. When we think about how those flow throughout your home, some are separated by doors and some are open to others. Anything that is open without a door separator, we are going to call that the foundation. Okay? Now I know if I change any part of that foundation, floors or walls, those are going to be big dramatic changes the most dramatic change, the most bang for your buck that you could make. Now, if I am still talking about floors and walls, guess what? I know one is going to be less expensive or more expensive than the other. You already know which one's going to be easier and less expensive to change, and that is the walls. So we're gonna concentrate there. Leaving the flooring as is, we're going to concentrate on the walls and we're going to make change there by creating a color palette, okay? So if we are using that foundation of our home, the part of our home and the anatomy that goes room to room to room without any door separators, we are considering all of that space, all of that real estate as open concept, all of it, hallways, stairways, doorway, not doorways, uh, rooms that, that are open even in an alcove, all of that we're going to consider open concept. Even if one area of your home is opposite of the other. So like in my home, I have the library when we first walk in, hallway, 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 open into the dining room, hallway, 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 kitchen, what we call the sunroom, though it is an eating kitchen, a living room, hallway, hallway, and there we have it. It goes upstairs, it goes hallway, hallway. Anytime we shut the door, it is a new micro habitat, a microclimate where you can create your own color palette. But in that space that is flowing freely without a door, that is open concept. Got it? Okay, so we're creating a color palette. Now, what I want you to think about with your color palette, the most easy and basic in order to create flow room to room in your home, most easy and basic, is to choose a foundation color for your wall, a foundational color that is going to be on that wall in all of those areas. And then choose a primary accent color and a secondary accent color to give it a little pop, a little zazz, a little zing. So you have three colors in your most basic color palette. Now, how do you choose those colors? That is a conversation for a whole nother time, but I really like to choose a neutral color for my wall because it allows so much more opportunity for play 
in other areas. If I want to bring in a fuchsia couch, I can bring in a fuchsia couch. If I want to decorate with reds, greens, and golds for Christmas, I can do that, and it's not going to clash with my bright yellow wall. If I'm going to decorate seasonally all the time for every teeny tiny micro holiday, I can do that with a neutral wall. Neutral walls also lend itself really well to living side by side with things that could be otherwise eyesores, like 1980s oak cabinets that we inherited when we bought the house and can't afford yet to replace. So a neutral wall is going to help with that. So I'm going to call my foundational color neutral. And neutral is kind of any shades of whites, creams, beiges, or maybe your neutrals are grays. Maybe they're on the lighter spectrum of grays. We're going to just call it neutral. And then what primary accent color do you have? What secondary accent color? You now have three colors and we are going to put that into a formula and that formula is going to equal 100%. So if I added a number value to all of these colors, it might look like this. 60% of my color palette is neutrals. 30% is my primary accent color and then I've got that pop, that 10% pop of color for my secondary accent color, it's just appearing here and there. It's not super dominant, 10%. So here are my colors in our imaginary example. I've got 60% neutral, I've got 30% blue, and I have 10% yellow. Nice, easy flow going room to room using my neutral color. And then I'm looking around and I'm making sure that about 30% of my colors that I'm bringing into my home on my artwork, in my textiles, maybe even in my couch, pillows, books that are on display, accessories, decor accessories, those are 30% of that color is going to be blue. And it's not going to be necessarily any color, any one shade of blue, though it could be. It could be a gamut of blues. It could be all cornflower blues, or it could be a little bit more of the dusty set, or it could run the whole gamut. It could have all different shades of blue. That's going to be 30%. And then here and there, I'm going to notice my 10% of yellows. Maybe I have some yellow just popping out in some of those little decor accessories. Maybe they are hanging out on the pictures. Maybe there's just a little splash on the pillows that are mostly blue. That's where I'm finding my 10% color. Hey friend, have you ever wanted to go refresh your home, gone to the home decor store, maybe you're at Target, and have been stuck in indecision for so long? that the employees, the sweet employees in their red Target shirts are now starting to bring you pillows, chairs, even snacks because they think you might be staying the night. <laughs> oh, friend, have you ever finally found that perfect piece that your home desperately needed only to bring it home and think, huh, that doesn't quite go <laughs> and then needed to return it the next week or even worse, missed the return date and now you're stuck with the silly thing or you have to sell it on Facebook Marketplace to recoup a fraction of what you paid. Are you constantly wondering why home decorating is so hard and so overwhelming, but why others make it look so easy? And friend, are you looking over your shoulder right now thinking, wait, where is Danny? Does she know? She, she is speaking directly to me. <laughs> oh, do you want to know why? Because I was you. Not too long ago, I was thinking the exact same thing. Shopping was overwhelming. It wasn't fun. Even when we needed the things, not just wanted the things, it wasn't fun because it was so overwhelming. There are so many choices. When you want a throw pillow, why are there 50,000 throw pillows? Why? 
And how do you learn to recognize that those pillows are cute, but they don't belong in my home? And how is it that you can create a room that flows seamlessly room to room to room inside of your house without it looking janky? How do we do that? A friend, you have options. You can keep piecing together on your own, asking friends, listening to the podcast, looking at YouTube, finding the blogs, looking at HGTV. You can do all of that on your own. Or you can take Home Design 101. It was created for you in mind. Not so that you could become a designer yourself, though wouldn't that be awesome? but so that you could learn how to create a home that you love, a home that you love coming home to, a home that reflects your style and tells your story. We talk about so many things inside of Home Design 101, from how to understand what your room needs, the purpose of the room, before we even begin to make it beautiful. We create an overall plan and the action steps that it takes in order to reach that plan, the color palette to create a cohesive home that flows seamlessly room to room. You learn to create a mood board so that you can see the pieces that you want to bring in and how they might mingle together without ever having to purchase anything first, bypassing that dreaded buy and return, buy and return cycle that we are all so stuck on. You learn how to identify what your unique design style is so that you're not copying someone else's ideas off of Pinterest. You get support along the way with every other week live group coaching sessions inside of our Facebook community. Friend, it is all waiting for you and it's been designed for you, a busy mama with a real home and a real budget. You can sign up today by coming to figandfarmathome.com forward slash home hyphen design hyphen 101. I'll see you in class. Now, Sam, are you ready for a little bit more advanced? So we have that same anatomy of our home. We are still going in that same flow, treating that one area as open concept, the hallways, the stairways, all of the areas that do not get separated by shutting a door. What happens if I now have that same color formula those same colors that are within that palette, and now I'm wanting to play a little bit. What happens if I have a dining room, and that dining room is pretty open, so one side is open to the hallway, to the flow, and I have three walls. I can still use that same color palette, but I'm going to switch the formula. So imagine if I wanted to have a really fun, kind of moody, broody dining room, what if I painted all of my walls blue from my color palette? All of the blue represented there, it would switch my formula, right? So now I have 60% blue in this area. Maybe I have 30% neutrals and 10% yellow. Do you see how you can flip the script using the same color palette? The same colors, they are just now a different formula setup. It all still equals 100%. You're all still using those same three colors, but you're just flipping it just a little bit. When you start recognizing how your room flows room to room and you assign a color palette and a color formula to those spaces and you use that same color formula, whether you flip the script or not, you are going to create a room, a home that flows room to room to room pretty seamlessly. Now take a look around and notice anything that might be negating that flow. Do you have any pieces that look like they just kind of don't belong? They're hanging out there in an anomaly in that space. Maybe you've got that bright orange piece of artwork that just doesn't quite fit in. That could be a bully. 
how do we take care of bullies? We remediate them or we remove them. So you can remediate them by adding another couple orange pieces, or you can remove them entirely. All right, Sam, I hope that was helpful for you as you were learning how to create a home that flows seamlessly room to room to room. If you have any more questions, you know how to contact me. Hello at figandfarmathome.com. Pop into my Facebook group or DM me on Instagram. I'm happy to answer, happy to follow up with you. And I can't wait to see what it is you do, what color palette, what color formula you choose for your home. All right, friends, if you have a question just like Sam, make sure you email me, DM me, or ask in the Facebook group. Until next time, I'll see you soon.